0: hey guys and welcome to episode 337 of the startup diary i am (laughs) i was i was trying to think of something on the fly let me start again (laughs) Uh, harry no worky very well on no sleepy
1: please open the show with this
0: (laughs) hey guys and welcome to episode 337 of the startup diary i am I'm Harrison Mudge, and I am with my co-host, Adam Callow. Is that normally how I bring in the show? (laughs) It's It's only
1: been (laughs) been three weeks. Guys, thank you so much for joining us on this episode of the podcast. If you're new here, this is where we share the learnings, the highs, the lows, and everything in between of what it's truly like to build a small business that we're trying to scale to the moon, the stars, and back. That was a new one for me, Harry. I'm quite peppy this morning, mm, mm, which is the exact opposite that up to you. For the two of us. There we go. So guys, you've probably noticed that we have been away for a couple of weeks and historically you've heard our war cry, the whole
0: We're back
1: in tandem on day one, like it age. Um, but this was for one hundred percent legitimate reasons. If you can hear some background noise, it's cause Harry is fiddling it's with the technology like, in the background. It's completely given up. That is a reflection of you.
0: <laughs> the, the mic arm has completely given <laughs> The limp attitude that Mike is approaching this podcast with. H, you've been away. I have been away. I've, I've been on holiday. Um, it's been very nice. Uh, weather wasn't too great, but you know it's, it's, been, it's been a bit of me time, a bit of reflection.
1: Some of the listeners won't pick up the level of sarcasm that's going on right now because they don't listen to Dad Knows Best, which is predominantly the podcast where you speak about what it's like to be a new dad. But that is the spoiler is baby Elliot yep. has arrived. Big L is on the scene um,
0: or big E in theory, but big L makes more sense. Um, just sounds right. Yeah. Basically I've been on paternity leave Adam and <laughs> I'm telling you this <laughs> because you of all people probably know that. Uh, yeah, it's just been, it's been, it's been nice having some time off yep. um, just because of everything that happened, time with the wife, time with the kid time to just mooch and not really do anything and just try and sleep when I can it was just nice uh, I think I don't know I, I'm gonna keep saying nice but it was really nice just to like have <laughs> have, have 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 a, a lie until like so like no sleep till sort of five in the morning mm-hmm. and then for the family to just sort of spend the morning in bed yeah snoozing dipping in and out of consciousness netflix you know just been nice
1: so here's what happened in, t- in terms of the business we looked at when emmy was due mm-hmm. so which is the 5th of november and then what yeah, we did we, we took on some large projects within the business and sort of built ourselves a week to eight days buffer and said listen if elliot's a week early we've got this we're fine okay we've got this sorted we can deliver on this big project and then we can get it all signed to and delivered and then you can go away and have your paternity yeah. leave. Yeah, our, our approach was how much can we cram in
0: before the expected due date?
1: Yeah. Uh, then we are <laughs> over in uh, Ireland yep. on a project uh, and without going through it all, you can go and listen to Dad Knows Best if you want to know exactly what kicked off. Uh, but long story short, we end up uh, staying over in Ireland on a Friday, getting an earlier flight back on a Saturday and uh, your baby boy arrived on the Monday three weeks early, basically. Yep. Well, that fucked everything. <laughs> Just being really transparent. Uh, so everything we'd crammed in, we then saw actually there's a problem here. And I think one thing that I'm really happy with is the forward planning element of bringing Connor into mm-hmm. the team. In terms of we knew that you would be off, we knew that that part of the 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 company was growing, uh, and having that layer of support did help. Yeah, and we
0: and a lot of the the projects that we'd lined up, mm-hmm.
1: the the the
0: the process was going to be the for it. so it was a case of we were going out shooting a bunch of videos uh, mm-hmm. and obviously getting them edited and all that jazz the process was already going to be I go and shoot Connor does the edits yeah because that's the best that was the best way to divide <laughs> our time
1: and skill set in terms yeah. of like we you know from a brand's perspective what we're trying to achieve yeah the um, thing I want to talk about on the mic today is, one, I heavily regret the paternity policy that we rolled out in this company. <laughs> Actually, a, n- a number of people have said to me, like, I you fucking regret that now, don't you? Um, but I guess, do you regret it? No, of course not. No, no, because I think it's super important. For me, it was important to build a policy up that I would personally feel that mm. if I worked for this company, I'd feel valued. And I know how much, like, it, it, this is not a badge of honor. I came back to work basically within a day or two, mm. and it kind of... Uh, it came back 18 months later because the wife was like, I really wish you didn't fucking do that. So I was kind of like, I don't want that to run through someone else's head. I also think if you get if don't straight back into it without having the right level of support for M is you never feel grounded at work. Mm. Whereas I think if you look at it purely like an onboarding, two weeks off, and then going like three days a week for two weeks and then four days a week for two weeks, it kind of allows for a ramping of... Making sure that everything at home is going well because if, if things aren't going well at home, uh, there's fuck all point mm. you being in the office. So it,
0: in, interestingly, it works for home. Uh, this is this is quite interesting because I get to test it out almost. But yeah. it's been super helpful at home mm-hmm. because it means I get to be at home. There's like like oh, we need to sort something out. Don't worry because I'm off on Wednesday. Yep. for example, um, so that is super helpful at home. It's when you look at it for work it's kind of a bit of a it like it almost makes things more um, what's the best way to describe it it almost makes things more stressful because even in a normal week I'm normally like oh, there's just not enough hours in the day yeah so what's happening you have the, that
1: overflow time yeah op- what's happened at the
0: moment is it's like now I'm I'm on limited days mm-hmm. And limited hours, because it's not like, oh, but I can just get some done at home on Wednesday, for example. It's like, no, I need to be present on Wednesday completely. And it's like, mm-hmm. you know, so like I've been doing longer hours than normal just to make sure I'm getting certain things done <laughs> in the days that I am in the office. Yep. So it's, it's just a really bizarre kind of, um, I don't even know what the word is. I'm tired. But it's, it's just a, re- <laughs> it's a really interesting uh, dynamic to have. It's like great. It's great. To, having the days off at home but it's actually almost making things not worse but it's like it's it's applying more pressure at work because i am semi
1: back it's more of a pressure cooker
0: at work when i wasn't in work fine work wasn't happening yeah but now because i am now at work three days a week it's like i'm now being i'm in on conversations in on meetings in on in on deadlines and things like that but i'm i'm two days deficit yeah of everyone else so that's a really weird dynamic to be
1: in. <laughs> One of the things that we spoke about, and I can't remember which podcast it was on, whether it was this or Dad Knows Best, but in terms of, it might have been off the mics, actually, in terms of like, when you leave the door in the morning, how does that feel right now when you're coming into work? Because there was a conversation, I honestly can't remember it, how it was. It, it, it. was
0: off the mics. It was in Dublin, we were having that conversation ahead because, because obviously Emmy was showing signs of potentially... Um, well, she because she was getting close to Judah. Anyway, mm-hmm. we were just talking about how that was, how that made you feel. <laughs> um, but yeah, so how do I feel? Uh, kind of um, interestingly, I actually feel more comfortable with everything because Emmy's not going to work mm-hmm. because she's at home. She's present for Elliot and she's present for Frank as well. Because uh, an inter- what we spoke about was an internal like. Um, emotional stress for me was that i'm going to work and and kind of leaving the dog behind and emmy's going to work so we don't spend time with anyone yeah but i I guess there's an element of comfort um because emmy's at home she's having and she probably she might not see it this way but for me anyway it's like she's kind of got family time because she's spending it with the boy she's spending it with the dog so like there's a there's a there's less stress in that respect I then just get to come home and spend time with them all Mm -hmm. so I think that's actually been a benefit if anything because I think that was kind of always a concern it's like I just don't like the fact that we both used to leave the house and the dog was then at home alone all day yeah okay so that was probably the main thing for me because if if it just feels a bit shit having a dog that's not like it may as well be a goldfish or Mm -hmm. something in a bowl that you can't do anything with
1: so what like Obviously, it's the first time we've had to deal with someone being off for paternity mm-hmm. and like maternity would be a hot... Any of the team listeners, don't get fucking pregnant. <laughs> don't do it. Sarah. Um <laughs> Got my own issues <laughs> if that happened. Um, in terms of... What am I trying to ask? I'm trying to work out is like is a piece of feedback, like how was... Were the team respectful in terms of when you were off? You were off. Like, how was that dealt with? What could have made it easier? Um, like, so I was. Um,
0: so I essentially ignored my inbox. Mm-hmm. Um, no, one, no one from the team was get asking anything from me. Um, I had to actually jump in my. I was. <laughs> this is going to sound bad, but I ha- I had to do it. I was actually next to Emmy while she was slowly. Because um, she had to be induced, so I was next to her in the hospital while she's being induced, and I was, and she looked over and she's like, "Are you on your fucking emails?" I was <laughs> like, "Look, like this has happened. I was supposed to go out and meet someone on Tuesday next week for a shoot and all this that, and the other. So like, I've just got to tell him it's not happening. So I did have to jump in my inbox and do some things there. But beyond that, the team didn't ask me of anything um, or anything, so it was mm-hmm. fine. I was completely off the radar when I came back in. Everyone's obviously super happy to see you and see how it or when and everything like that. So I think we've we've got a cool team. So you get welcomed back. What one thing I did notice or or felt was like, and I think I said it to you, it's like we do a sh- we do a hell of a lot of stuff in this company that like when you're not in it for two weeks. That's my next I'm point. Like, yeah, I'm like holy shit. Like, cause so we sat down and we had a a a, a brand brief uh, for some work that we're doing. And it was, I was like, damn, a lot of stuff's happened. <laughs> so it's surprising. Like when you're in it, yeah. like a week goes into a week, goes into a month, and you just kind of just keep going through from task to task to task. Um, and because you've got different clients, it's all just like, it all blurs into one. You step out of that for two weeks. You're like, whoa, need to play catch up. So I do feel like I'm still, I'm playing a bit of catch up at the moment because mm-hmm. obviously I left partway through certain things and I'm like, just need to... It's a bit of an admin
1: nightmare. Yeah, I think. And you one, know I love my admin at the moment. <laughs> I think I think one thing that I because obviously when you were out the out the business, I had to then manage Connor and Leon. Yeah. And I think one thing was a bit of a I don't want to say shock, because it gives us sort of the wrong impression. But I didn't realize how detached I was away from what they actually do on a day-to-day basis. Mm. Because obviously I deal with you and it's sort of like, here's the product. And I don't really know out of you and Connor specifically, like who's picking up what, what they're doing. Yep. And then speaking to Leon, I'm not entirely sure. What I'm not entirely sure. I, I, I know he, I think he works for us. Uh, but <laughs> like he's, he's always working. He's always working, always busy. And he's always got something interesting on his screen. However, I, I kind of was like, <laughs> holy shit. Like I don't really like, I don't really know what's going on mm. I don't know whether that was a good or a bad thing in terms of because you're my point of contact and you're, yeah. you're their manager it was really interesting however I use it as an opportunity to try and build some more relationships up with those guys mm. um, I guess what it really highlighted to me was how much you and I guess the rest of the managers within the company sort of Take on mm. uh, because there's lots of stuff going on in the business that I'm just completely unaware of right now. Which is, I think, it must be a positive because it's all yeah. important stuff that is either you, client facing or it's but trades facing that's just getting done.
0: You shouldn't be involved in the day to day the tasks.
1: You you should like you shouldn't look at Leon's screen and think
0: who is that brand. Yeah, you should know the brand then potentially understand what it's going towards, but you shouldn't necessarily know exactly what he's doing. No, exactly. It was, it was
1: just really, I, I guess, I only mentioned it, so it was a really interesting point for me. So I'm kind of like, oh, okay. So I kind of jumped into that team. It's because stuff's was,
0: happening that you're not
1: That told, I haven't said like, I need this done by then. Like. I've kind of gone on a more macro level and said here's the brand here's the client yeah. here's the project that we're doing and then that's sort of just gone off into the company I guess it was like a little bit of a proud moment as well when mm. I came away and I was like these guys are working on some really cool stuff like- <laughs> these guys are working <laughs> Yeah, they're doing. So- um, and it kind of just made me think how far you've come within the mm. business in terms of from being sales <laughs> <laughs> for uh, a period yeah. uh, all the way through and, and being really honest and candid uh, I've got to put it on record but being out with Connor on a shoot and being out with you on a shoot, mm. I think I have I overlook some of the, the things that you're really good at. Like, do you know what I mean? It's obviously, Connor is a junior videographer. He's got a lot of things that he's learning. He has yeah. a junior role, yeah. everyone's aware of that. But I don't think you kind of see the the differential between a junior and a senior videographer until I've spent t- So We did some video shoots together on the same mm. project. Then I went out with Connor and there's just certain things that I think I take for granted until they don't happen. And then you realize, oh fuck, like you've got to direct mm. that, that, that and that. Yeah. But Harry does it automatically because he's yeah. And to, and to
0: be fair, even from like from my own point of view as well is I um, was unaware of this, the things that I do. If that makes sense. Like yeah. I, even, even I forget how, you, it's like with anything. It's like when someone says, um, tell me the, the three most common things that someone should know about Video editing, for example, I'm like, well, what's the what? What should people know? Because you know it all, yeah. You think that you'd be telling people to suck eggs on most things because it, to you it's obvious. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you, so you just like learn these skills, learn how to deal with people and and stuff like that over time. That you almost don't realize it until you get to compare. Mm-hmm. So like being on site with Connor as well, obviously I I'm mentoring him while he's while he's doing a shoot. But you do forget, it's like, oh yeah, he doesn't know. A, why this screwdriver is important. Yeah, or,
1: but or, it's not even that. It's even just down to uh, some of how you position yourself in front of a client through yeah. to um, looking at a shoot from a client's perspective compared to your own. Mm. I think one thing that uh, with any creative that's really hard is they want to put their spin on it for, f- so they like it. Um, and I get that and that is important. However, yeah. there's a, I think there's a skill set that needs to be learned over time which is how is this being thought about and positioned from the brand's perspective?
0: Yeah, I think uh, from from our industry uh, and and others, but like when you're dealing with well-established brands, Mm -hmm. that creative freedom is a lot harder because they've got brand guidelines. They've got online video guidelines. They've got their own tone, their own voice. So like if you try and stray too much from the mark, then they'll start, they'll just get you to amend everything and change it and then you feel like you're being stifled because yeah. you had this grand vision when in actual fact you're not doing your vision you're doing theirs exactly
1: yeah so it was just a really interesting point for me um I guess this whole show was just to say, we're back. Uh, yeah, apologies for not putting a show you out. You don't need to apologize, oh, yeah. you've had a baby. <laughs> I think everyone completely understands. I did have a
0: baby and I was a, an absolute trooper. <laughs> <laughs> no, the wife was amazing. Go listen to Dad Knows Best. Uh, the wife was on the show actually. So Go and listen. So yeah, please go and listen to that one.
1: 100%. Um, I think it's good to have you back. Uh, I think we'll probably end up just getting back into the swing of things. I've got we've had some really interesting things take place in the business. Um, we've got some stuff to talk about HR sounds really boring but I'm looking forward to talk about that we might do that on next week's show Uh, then we've got some stuff that I've been going through with coaching I've made some life decisions about what I want to do by the time I'm 40 and how that's impacting things for me right now Uh, we've got some interesting projects there's a world of stuff going on here at Expert Trades I think one thing that I'm happy about is the level of clarity that I have within the business looking forward to hopefully communicating that to all of you amazing people that listen to the show if you've made it this far in today's episode do not forget to go and hit that subscribe button and leave us that five-star review in your podcatcher of choice it helps new people learn about the show and that's why me and harry do it when we see the download numbers and we get the emails from people that we've made an impact to that's the real reason we get up at fucking ridiculous hours uh, drink too much caffeine and share what's going on in this little business that we call expert trades on that note thank you so much and we will see you next time